everywhere, working in precise synchronization so that they were in and out before anyone could come to the guard's assistance. Screams of pain and terror filled the void of silence, and the army rose up, grabbing weapons and searching for an enemy in the thick white fog. They saw only their own sentries, empty sockets for eyes, blood running down their faces as they ran sightlessly in any direction. In the center of the mass of warriors a crack was heard, then another, crack after crack, and two lines of men dropped to the ground with broken necks. It was as if hidden within the thick fog were invisible enemies, moving quickly from man to man, breaking necks with their bare hands. Chaos erupted. Men ran screaming into the surrounding forest. But wolves boiled out of nowhere, snapping with powerful jaws at the fleeing army. Men fell on their own spears as if directed to do so. Others rammed their spears into comrades at arms, unable to stop themselves no matter how hard they fought the compulsion. Blood and death and terror reigned. Voices whispered in the soldiers' heads, in the very air, whispered of defeat and death. Blood soaked the ground. The night went on and on until there was no place to hide from the unseen terror, from the specter of death, from the wild beasts that came to defeat the army. In the morning... The Wallachian villagers went forth to fight, and found only the dead. Lucian, Carpathian Mountains, 1400 The air reeked of death, of destruction. All around were the smoking ruins of the human villages. The Carpathian ancients had tried in vain to save their neighbors, but the enemy had struck as the sun reached its peak. The hour rendered the ancients helpless, as their powers were weakest at that time. So many Carpathians as well as humans had been destroyed, men, women, and children alike. Only those of their people who had been far away had escaped the crushing blow. Julian, young and strong yet a mere boy, surveyed the sight with sad eyes. So few of his kind remained, and their prince, Vladimir Dubrinsky, was dead along with his life-mate, Sarantha. It was a catastrophe, a blow from which their species might never recover. Julian stood tall and straight, his long blonde hair flowing well past his shoulders. Dmitri came up behind him. What are you doing here? You know it is dangerous to be out in the open like this. There are so many who would destroy us. We were told to stay close to the others. Despite his youth, he moved protectively closer to the younger boy. I can take care of myself, Julian declared staunchly. And what are you doing out here? The young boy gripped the arm of the older boy beside him. I saw them. I am certain it was they. Lucian and Gabriel. It was they. Awe filled his voice. It cannot be, Dmitri whispered, looking in all directions. He was excited and scared at the same time. No one, not even the adults, named the twin hunters aloud. Lucian and Gabriel. They were legend. Myth. Not reality. But I am certain. I knew they would come when they heard the prince was dead. What else could they do? I am sure they have gone to see Mikhail and Gregory. The older boy gasped. Gregory is here also? He followed the smaller boy through the thick forest. He will catch us spying, Julian. He knows everything. The blonde boy shrugged, a mischievous grin curving his mouth. I am going to see them up close, Dimitri. I am not afraid of Gregory. You should be. 
and I have heard that Lucian and Gabriel are really the undead. Julian burst out laughing. Who told you that? I heard two of the males talking about it. They said no one could survive as long as they have, hunting and killing, and not turn. The humans have been at war, and our people have been destroyed in the process. Even our prince is dead. Vampires are everywhere. Everyone is killing everyone else. I do not think we have to worry about Gabriel and Lucian. If they were really vampires, we would all be dead. No one, not even Gregory, could defeat them in battle, Julian defended. They are so powerful, no one would be able to destroy them. They have always been loyal to the prince. Always. Our prince is dead. They are not necessarily loyal to Mikhail as the heir. Dimitri was obviously quoting adults. Julian shook his head in exasperation and continued forward, this time making certain to be silent.